Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, brought to you by Omaha. Omaha Audio, Cousin Sal, coming to you on a Tuesday morning, spaghetti and meatballs. Fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Salmon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. Happy Valentine's Day, fellas. I Martin, let's let's start with you. Did you receive or give any gifts of note? I have not received my gifts yet, but apparently it's it's just at her house. So she asked me oh. just now, do I want to go and go get it? And I said, no, no because I have to record this podcast. I've yeah, given a work. few. Yeah. yeah, there's still some coming down the pipe. Interesting. So you're so one 40 minute is, electric bike ride away from uh, claiming your gift. This is good. I do want to. I do want that and the is. fact that uh, Dave, one of your old stomping grounds, the farmers market. I was going to go to the Fairfax farmers market though on Saturday. The plan was to go. She likes to. She wants to decorate her apartment, right? So I was going to take her to the Fairfax farmers market, get some art, maybe a few plants. Boom. Now you live in, you know, your your 30-somethings apartment instead of looking like you just graduated from college. But this place isn't open on Saturdays. It was only I thought it was open <laughs> Saturdays and Sundays. It's only open on Sundays. And oh, as a man. result, it threw my plan off completely. I was supposed to have this in the bag done yef- uh, last weekend. All right, let's move on from the farmer's market if we can. But, Sheck, I know you hate this uh, holiday. It is, doesn't seem <laughs> yes. to be fair. It's not fair to me. It always begins and ends with the same thing. The players are different, but sorry, honey, Miles Sanders didn't score. Or sorry, you know, you know that square I got you, uh, Super Bowl Sunday. That was yours. Sorry, sorry, the five five didn't hit. Happy Valentine's. Yeah, Day. I saw. Uh, by the way, yeah, I saw uh, my my favorite son of yours because he's a Steelers son. He, oh, he, yeah. he bleeds black and gold inexplicably, but I love it. Uh, he won the big square. Everything's coming up, but yeah, I, I, it, it's the greatest. Um, Jackie Romo, yep. Um, I uh, so yeah, I saw he won the square at your Super Bowl party. So muzzle tough to him. I feel like you you know my charge, self imposed mm-hmm. as it is. Make this world. I love this world. I want to leave it a little bit better than I found it. I think I've had some success in in doing just that. I've called for twenty years now. Valentine's Day stinks until. It is for both genders. When the woman starts to give the man a present, then we will begin to win as a society. Right. And more and more. You know what I got today? I got a box of chocolates for my special lady. So did. we're winning. Now I'm back on board with that. I still resent it deep down because when I was in elementary school, I would open up my lunchbox, um, my Adam 12 lunchbox or Planet of the Apes lunchbox or Super Friends. Those were the three I had in first, second, yeah. third grade. I'd open it up on Valentine's Day to find that Mo Damashek had cut my sandwich into the shape of a heart and put a valentine in it, which is a humiliation around my (laughs) peers. I would would take it out of the bag real quick, eat it around the edges before anybody could find out that my mother cared about me. There would be nothing worse than than being around second grade guys and and then finding out that their mother cares about you. You know, there is, there is something worse. It's if your mother packs a thick, thick, uh, Hebrew national salami sandwich every day that stinks to high heavens as soon as you open up and before you open up your um, 
Uh, to Sounds like someone's talking uh, talking yes. from experience on that. Yes, one. yes, that's me. I, that's me. Thank God. Thank God. That's <laughs> over with. Uh, yeah. So Valentine's Day. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Where's uh? Let, let's some of the some people have need to step up. The guy needs a gift. Although I did get the chocolate raspberry uh, seized candies, and uh, this is not a way to start a diet, which started yesterday, and now now right back. I have to have at least uh, two and a I half just, of those. Gotta Go say, ahead. I've received a Valentine's Day gift pretty much. Consecutively, the last six or seven years, take really? that for what you will. Yeah, well, but you're one of society's no rings on my fingers. So just, maybe your decision making skills, guys. I don't <laughs> know. It's great, Coxman. <laughs> All right, hey, you know who it's easy for? Uh, it's easier easier to take this Valentine's Day if you're Blair Dills. He won the thousand fifty seven dollar uh, extra points super. Prop Challenge, uh, sponsored by Heineken 0.0. So his significant other, if he has one, gets a solid gift. Last place, Jesse Linger, picked from the Kappa Consequences. He's going to do so tomorrow night on Against All Odds. Now, we should talk about the Super Bowl, right? Or are you guys all talking Oh, uh, yeah, we haven't kibitzed about Jesse yet. Uh, by the way, I want to send, yeah. send a special Valentine's a greeting because I don't know if, if he is threading the needle on how we should all operate. Aaron Rodgers, he's in darkness. There is no, he, he has no Valentine other, not even the man in the mirror. Cause if he were, he wouldn't be able to see himself. He's in complete blackness right now. Is he out yet? All out. I, I think we talked about this Thursday. Shouldn't he be, there's a, shouldn't he be out by now? No. Or is he still well, there? Pat McAfee tweeted earlier today that Aaron Rodgers is going to be on the show at 105. So either oh, okay. it's like, I figure that's either going to start or, or or end the darkness retreat, right? But one or of maybe, them has to happen. Maybe it's in the darkness. I don't know if you get Wi-Fi in the darkness, but yeah. But Will uh, he hover I, over us like Jesus when he came out of his cave? Is that going to be like, I don't know how it works. I'm not a, a, a religious fellow, as you know. So. I hope so. I hope he does that. Check and I, we stumbled on a, uh, a, a fun idea. I haven't pitched it to Harry yet, but Harry, four days uh, consecutively of exclusive dark chocolate. Just eats dark chocolate. And maybe it's tied into Valentine's Day, too. I think now's the time probably to do it, right? He Beautiful. might be up for it. I, yeah. I'd like right, to now, Bernie Fakeman would be offended. Uh, <laughs> Bernie, congratulations to Bernie and all former and current Chiefs. I have a weird take on this Super Bowl, all right? It's almost a magic trick I'm going to perform on you guys. So try to follow my lips while, while they're moving. Um, the refs could have swallowed the whistle. Uh, and in not doing so, potentially robbed us of a great Super Bowl ending. And, and, and the Eagles sucked very badly in the second half and deserved to lose. You see how I did that? I'm not going to explain how I pulled that trick off, but I did it. I moved my lips. I said both things actually could be true. And, uh, and that's where I stand. And I know, Sheck, you don't want to give Mahomes as much credit as uh, I think he deserves. You talked about on minus three, oh, the NFL machine will make this about Patrick Mahomes and not the referee. So I disagree. I want to talk about Patrick Mahomes. First of all, I, I, I think you're confusing me with, uh, with, the, with the very upset Kevin Hench, who was on minus three. Yes, I heard Go that. back and listen to that. Well, you he did really say exactly those words. The NFL machine will make this about Patrick Mahomes, which makes me think that you're not as big a fan of QB wins as you talk about. That if the I'm NFL, true. It's like, well, this, this should be about Patrick Mahomes. He's going to be one of the top two or one greatest that we've ever seen when it's all over with. Well, I mean, I can hold two thoughts in my head, same as you can. Uh, I, yes, I agree with that. But we were deprived of what should have been a 
tremendous climax to a pro football season. And instead we watched the chiefs wind the clock down and kick a, a chip field goal to end it. That's stunk. It that, it did. that was, un, that was unfortunate. I, both of those things are true. I, right. but, um, okay. but my point is that there's this, the, the people immediately viscerally react as we all did like, Oh no, the super bowl is right. going to end on that. And then there are the, I, I, what their motivation is, and I think there are different people who have different motivations. A gambler who's on the Chiefs, they're fine with it. If you're a Chiefs diehard, you're fine with the bad call. The broadcasters are incented because they are partnered with the league to sort of not focus on the negative, but instead turn to the positive and begin genuflecting. But are, are, are we fine with it? Machine. If we if we want to lead the uh, the analysis with Patrick Mahomes is great, does that mean we're fine with the call? Or we just want to say, hey, we want to be like Sirianni, whether he's being legit or not, and say, oh, that's nonsense to blame that last call. You can point to 100 plays, which of course is true. Of course is the way to go. Um, of I, course, I, I'm just also, talking about as, a, as, yes. as somebody who is ingesting the football season, as a wonderful marathon, another chapter in our lives, that it ended like that. I mean, it's the same thing as Game of Thrones. I don't know. I enjoyed Game of Thrones up until I didn't enjoy oh, it. Same God. thing. You same see, thing. This was one of the this was this was one of the most enjoyable Super Bowls to watch ever. Mm-hmm. You compare it to the Game of Thrones, like that's ridiculous. First Game of, of all, was it great was too. a hold. It wasn't a bad call. The question is, you can see on replay how many different places where he was holding Juju. He said it was a hold. Everybody else in the Philly said it was a hold. And I get everybody wants to say, oh, the script, the script. Well, the script may have called for holding. And guess what? Bradbury held the man. But at the end of the day, like, they blew a 10-point lead in the second half. Patrick Absolutely. Mahomes threw six incomplete passes. That like, defense what a, like, didn't make that's one it. play. The ball hit yes. the ground. When the Chiefs had the ball offense, it hit the ground. Six times like that's it it was one of the most impressive second half performances we've ever seen in a Super Bowl especially when you consider your boy was looking like he got dumped on prom night crying tears on the sideline no I can't no this was like stop it Uh, a whole bunch of a lot this wasn't it by the way the refs I'm going to take it a step further. I think they bailed the Eagles out. We would be talking about a tremendous choke job if not for this call yes. at the end. Uh, I, I really do. But uh, but all this said, 100 out of 100 times, swallow that whistle. Let's see what happens. It is unsatisfying to see them take a knee and McKinnon stop at the half four-inch line or whatever was going on there. And then, and then you know, Mahomes take two, three dropbacks and, and get them in field goal game range. That sucked. But on the other hand, it, it, it really it talk about how things get blown out of proportion. Jalen Hurts was definitely going down the field to tie it or win the game. Jalen Hurts, who threw a Toby Mergler-esque Hail Mary pass at the end. Like, I don't know. I, I'm just I still think the better team won. And I, I'm all over the board with this because I had the Bengals two weeks ago in what was even a worse officiated game. So I don't know. That's where I stand on this. Patrick Mahomes. Let's praise him. I agree. Well, I, I think I, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is just, I think uh, this is just his Jordan moment. Like, not his Jordan, but yeah. one of those moments that you look at there. Because I disagree in that the better team won. I think the Eagles are the better team. That was a calculus going for the Bengals. Top to bottom on their roster, probably a better team than no. Kansas City. But I, I just, wins. like, when you I sit there and QB just watch wins. that guy. Yeah. I don't know, Shaq. Wins, that's the answer, Mahomes, right? Mahomes on Jimmy Kimmel Live. It was a terrific. And that's not why I'm bringing this up, but... Um, you know, I, I just, I'm trying to think, by the way, my son Harrison's a huge Patrick Mahomes fan. How about that? Two Super Bowls 
by nine years old. Two Super Bowl wins. And you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to fight it anymore. Just switch to whoever's good. You're going to have enough grief in life. I, I couldn't get my Cowboys claws in that boy, and you know it's fine. Enough hardship. Root for a winner. I've turned Every, the, he's the a front runner. Good for you. Same as his old man. That's his, right. his old man <laughs> turned his back on the local football. He had two teams. Now, Harrison's father, you understand, yeah. is in Long Island. As a child, he's up there, he's growing up. Right. Oh, the Metropolitans, the 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 storied Yanks are out there. So he go, baseball, I mean football, oh, the the gents, the, the New York football giants, or Broadway Joe and company. No, no. Who's winning right now? I'm going to turn my back on all the neighborhood, all my pals, and I'm going to vibe to the team with the star on their head and yeah. the shiny silver pants. Well, Joe's wrong, didn't you, friend? Well, what? right. Where I went right wrong is right. Black 45 years, 45 years I stayed with him. I, I hope he doesn't, you know, I hope Harrison pivots to whoever's good. Maybe the Jaguars are good in nine years. <laughs> that's, that's the way to just, do it. That's how he should do it. Uh, I mean, Shaq, no, but let me just say yeah. this. Go ahead. Jump yeah, in there. I think you have to, you, you know, you have to rise up to the 30,000 foot level. And if you regard where Mahomes is at age 27, five straight title games. I mean, since he's been the starter, he is uh, five straight title games. Two uh, two Lombardis. Would he yeah. have gotten a third? Probably if the offensive line hadn't been decimated as it was um, going into that one two, whatever that was, two years ago. Um, was he great in this game, though? No. I mean, he, he made a couple of nails runs, I thought. Um, I think reacting to the Eagles, getting that ball first touch, driving down the field as they did all season long for him to respond with a dime mm. to Kelsey as he did on the first drive. And you knew that the battle was gathered at that point and all of that. But was he dynamite in this Super Bowl? No. And we can make excuse around the ankle, but I'm just talking bottom line. This was not some vintage performance out of one of the all-time great quarterbacks. Well, I, I, I go back Super and Bowl, forth. Though, until it counts. Yes. Yeah, wow. I go back and forth because I do think, yes, we've seen better Super Bowl performances. And I want to give uh, Andy Reid credit because we talked about it on AAO. Probably... The way the Eagles' defense looked in the second half, seven or eight quarterbacks might have been able to pull it off, like Mahomes. Did. I don't want to take any, but maybe that's that's lends to Reed's greatness with the the motion and the fake jet sweeps and guys being wide open. You have to give that guy credit. He might now right. be top four co uh, coaches of all time. But Mahomes still, I think, in the conversation with Montana with one more win. How many before Brady? Babyface Joel Solomon puts four and a half as the over-under for total Super Bowl wins from Mahomes. I think it has to be three and a half. And, man, I don't know that it goes over. It's so hard to get there. I know he has a decade left with this team. Obviously, Kelsey won't be there for much of that decade. I'm going to go I'm gonna go under still. I'm going to go under three and a half, but I still think he's in the conversation with those guys. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, we're, we're doing some projection here to say Mahomes uh, but I you know unless the Chiefs fall apart and as long as Andy Reid is there they're not going to completely turn into garbage overnight mm. um so I think they're relevant I think they're in the playoffs and as long as he maintains that I, you know I don't know that he ever has to win another Super Bowl again yeah well I guess he has to get to another Super Bowl for us to put him ahead of Montana but I I, I would put it to you like this and in fact, I wouldn't just uh, uh, hypothetically, I'm going to put it to you like this right now. Um, I think that Mahomes, especially in the age of free agency, in his first two titles early in his career, has done more 
of the heavy lifting mm. than any of his predecessors did in getting their Super Bowl titles. Okay. You know, like, right? Is that is that is that I think the, that's is fair. that math about right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it was easy to win the AFC East. Is that if that's what you're getting at, right? I mean, so Brady had No, the, I mean early in your career. Even Tom Brady wins that first one. It was based on the defense. It was I weird see. that he was the MVP. Oh, okay. Right. Then his second one. Uh, you know, you can tick through all the options. Who really in the first few runs, the the deeper you get into your career as a stud QB, the more of the load you have to carry. But early on, he has two rings now, three mm-hmm. Super Bowl appearances. Who did? Who was more responsible for his team getting there and winning Super Bowls than Mahomes has been in the Chiefs winning theirs? You follow, Martin? I think right? yeah, absolutely. But I, I also think some of these guys are going away. And by the way, Tyreek Hill leaving, everyone was down on the Chiefs. Well, let's see him pull it off without Tyreek Hill. Well, he did it. Um, but that said. What the the factor, the biggest factor might be, is he willing to renegotiate his contract every year or every couple of years like Tom Brady did, Martin, to allow for big moves, big salary cap moves? I honestly, well, I isn't think, that weird that that's what it might come down to? I mean, it makes, well, that was the narrative the whole time. Brady took less, so yeah. that way he would, that way he could have all this more money, although Belichick seemingly didn't spend much of it like how there was a big free agent signings that the Patriots had that like led to Super Bowl wins like but I'd say that Mahomes like he's already kind of in the second era right because Tyreek's gone he's already signed his dear his deal Mahomes contract by might but maybe even by now it's going to be something you should be able to build around him as the mm. salary cap changes because he's not going to have like as prohibitive of a cap hit as he would have if he hadn't taken because i had to ask andrew brandt the guy big contract guy like how is this a team-friendly deal when you sign for 10 years and 100 million it's because of the structure of the way it goes right. like they should be and the thing that i see is they have like oh, but what, brady had signed a, a deal and then restructured it he signed a big deal and then not 10 years but then re, he would restructure every year right so just because he signed it doesn't matter but the thing about the chiefs is they had what nine? I think it's nine. I think seven rookies that started in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I know crazy. both corners and Karloftis for sure on defense, and then you got Sky Moore as a wide receiver. They let the top five deep and Tyreek Hill go. Obviously, Travis Kelsey is one of the greatest tight ends ever, but like I don't see them not being. They got zero out of their wide receivers all postseason, mm-hmm. like. Did you find somebody there and then all of a sudden maybe you don't need the, the GOAT tight end to move the ball because you have one of the best of all time, a quarterback? I think to say I will go over right now, honestly. Over three I don't and a half? See, yeah. I'll go over to four and a half because he's well, he's always half. in the AFC wow. Championship game. Yeah, that does help. I think they go back and forth. I'm going to pick our uh, winners of Super Bowl 58 in a minute. Um I was trying to break it down, Shaq, in terms of who's the greatest I've ever seen. And if you have two charts, like greatness, right, one through ten, and uh, pleasing to the eye or great to watch, you know. An important distinction to make, yes. Yes. Okay, so I don't think you can get to ten yet. Put Brady at ten, put Montana at nine and a half, ten. I put Mahomes at eight and a half right now with that in terms of greatness, achievements and all that stuff. To look at, it'll always be a 10. I don't think I'll ever see someone who's like niftier and be like, wow, that is fun to watch. Now, maybe later in his career, he gets reckless like Brett Favre and this becomes annoying. But I think he's at 18 and a half out of 20 if you scale it that way. 
Interesting. Yeah, I've I've always gone with I, I feel like game manager diminishes the greatness of Brady and Peyton and Breeze. And mm-hmm. so I call them surgeons because what they do is, uh, you know, pre-snap, they they know where they're going with the ball, um, surgical in, in their approach, in other words, versus the gunslingers. Those are uh, Favre and Roethlisberger and Elway. Which do you prefer as a fan of a team? I mean, I you know, I've been a fan of, of one side of that. I like the gunslinger because it's ultimately a little more exciting in, in my book. And you win Damn. about the same. Mahomes and Rodgers are different than you can't really conveniently put them in either of those two categories, right? They're their own thing. And I think to me, I think Rodgers is still to me the most phenomenal sight that I've seen. Kaepernick as well. I always go back to that playoff game in the, the stick run. against the high end Packers when he was just, it was like Vince Young in the Rose Bowl against Michigan when you just right. like he had that gliding style and you're like, Somebody just tag him. He's jogging like, oh, no, he's going full <laughs> speed way faster than anybody else. Just, yeah, well, Michael Vick gets a 10. Yeah, there, there are some others. I wonder, like, uh, you would go in the way back machine check. Fran Tarkenton. People must have been going nuts about Fran Tarkenton. There didn't seem to be anybody else like him, right? Oh, my God, this guy's running with the ball. Or or, uh, or did they think – I wonder what the – perception was back then about a running quarterback but yeah, it was a, are- it, you're right a phenom because he because of all the whirling dervish stuff all you have to do yes. is go back and watch the old films and the percentage of time devoted to fran tarkenton scrambling around and right. how remarkable it was the other thing about tarkenton is uh, talk about the wayback machine is that his name is still in there among all the modern day qbs in terms of passing yards and otherwise it's really weird i know yeah. he played forever too but still that those stats happened you know 40 years ago is pretty 40 50 years ago is pretty wild stuff but and he ran yeah, around I, a lot yeah yeah sure i here's a question but yes listen i would love to talk about qbs if you guys want to do 5 hours uh, a 5 hour marathon on qbs and <laughs> let's pick our top 25 of the super bowl era let's yes, do it let's i'd do love it. to do yeah. let's do a whole thing about it and really <laughs> rank them out let's get qb experts a blue ribbon panel and do all of that and establish between now and 2023's kickoff who the top 10 top 25 whatever you want to do okay now, I have this question for you. I love to do that kind of stuff, obviously. Here's a question I have for you, though. Kansas City Chiefs, this era, Hall of Famers, go. This is always a great question. I think it's interesting with the Patriots um, and their 20-year run. You know Mahomes Mm -hmm. is going. You know Kelsey is going. You know Andy Mm -hmm. Reid's going. Anyone else? Chris Jones is, right? And Chris Jones, I was about yeah. to, Chris Jones was going to be the first one I would say. He's got a shot, especially if, if he's able to stick with Kansas City and make postseason plays. Yeah, that might be it, though. Uh, Tyreek Hill? Yeah. Tyreek Hill is going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he could get Mitch, some pushback. Mitch, Mitch Schwartz? I, that's who else I was thinking about. I was thinking about Jeff Schwartz's brother. Can he <laughs> Can he make the Hall of Fame? I guess a, a, a lineman or two may end up. Right. Um, getting in long term. But yeah, it's it's not a huge list given no, not at the, all. what's a weird conversation is, first of all, the, the duality of man um, and the hot takes and everything else. The Travis Kelsey, who I think is mm-hmm. a delightful figure, he and his brother. I love that they are the latest or Travis is the latest to step to the microphone right after the game and announce that no one believed in them. I mean, there's right, a different right, right. thing between saying, like, I think the Bills are going to get it this year to versus, like, no one believes in us. No one believed in you. You have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And then the Chiefs fans are getting on me about, like, well, you didn't pick them. You said they were going to finish in last place. 
Okay, I don't speak for everyone. That was my prediction. I think some people did, like the bookmakers who gave him the third shortest odds before the season kicked off. Right. I think somebody believed in him. This cockamamie jive, and then other people are saying, is this a dynasty? Two in four years and assessing what the word dynasty means? I think, yes, three Super Bowls in four yeah. years, and you win two of them. But, I mean, in Travis Kelsey's defense, the entire pregame show picked the Eagles. You picked the. He wasn't Eagles. watching that. Well, he wasn't watching the. You All right, but, it, but the, but the conversation for two weeks straight was: Are the Chiefs going to be able to beat this dominant Eagles team? Look at the Eagles. I, I, I'm not. Like, that I had to motivate him a, a little problem Martin, with that. right? That this team who's been to the Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes twice as an underdog, and everyone's praising Hassan Raddick, like a you know already slotting them in for three sacks and all these guys. They didn't get. But how about the no sack? Essentially, no sacks in the in the Super Bowl. I know they. I know the Chiefs were credited for one with chasing Hurts out of bounds uh, for a play that was a loss of one or something. But I looked back and then I got ner- I got nervous. I got tired of looking back trying to find a Super Bowl with no sacks. It was like so no sacks and Mahomes wasn't really close to throwing interception. How many games do we see where oh well he could add three picks? He had that one on the third down right before Butker missed the field goal. Sure, he threw it in the bread basket like sliding around. Maybe that was the closest, but. My God, it was such a clean, it wasn't like we all thought. You might have had the over, but you didn't think the points would come that easy for both teams, did you? I mean, you had people, the way I didn't think of it, I thought it was going to be like, I thought they would go out first 15 plays apiece, score, and then we wouldn't see the fourth quarter would start back up. But no, boy, was I wrong. But like, if you kind of look at the way Kansas City won the game, they extinguished almost every narrative. Oh, this Eagles defense is so great. All right, well, Mahomes threw six and incomplete pass. Oh, this uh, this Eagles front four. Oh, they don't need to blitz. They don't need to rush. They get sacks. My Hassan Reddick, that's a fun bet for MVP, right? That was no sacks. Like, they, oh, I didn't that say that was, was a fun shack. bet. Kadarius Tony was the fun bet, and that would have won if he had housed that punt. You're right? crazy. You're Stop if he had, it. You think no if he way. didn't get it? You think if Mahomes, he didn't return that punt, if he doesn't cross the goal line there, two fourth quarter touchdowns, you think he doesn't get the MVP? No, I, bet I, know. I think really? Mahomes going into this game and 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 just coming out in Says the second half won it. That, that's it. The Chiefs, he went through, through three touchdown passes, and that was it. There was no way they were going to take that from him. I, I know you're closer, and for the odds you got, that wasn't. that's not a bad bet, but they weren't going to take that from Mahomes. But, Martin, you know what's interesting, though? You could say the Eagles' defense was bad, and it was. He only he had less than 200 yards, so I don't think the Chiefs' rushing game is getting enough credit. No, I mean, I, I was all on Isaiah Pacheco. I remember Jen Piacenti, hope you're listening to this right now, because she recorded my little Isaiah Pacheco anytime touchdown and shook her head afterwards and told me I was wrong. She did. And I should have uh, took over a rush. I didn't think they'd have rushing I did that, too. Yeah. But, but I thought it was, the game was going to come down to one where it was going to be – it was going to be more about who possessed the ball longer. And I was wrong because the Eagles had it for way longer than the Chiefs did, at least in the first half. And yeah. I thought that was going to be what ultimately was going to be the determining factor because Patrick Mahomes was going to put points on the board. Yeah, so Sheck, how that's did why they I was thinking the game. run game was going to have to be a big key. How did the Eagles blow a game where they had the time possession 32 to 13 and kept Mahomes under 200 yards? It's how did wild. It? Well, two things. First of all, um, the buzz that Jalen Hurts should have won the MVP is undone by his unforced fumble, fumble that sure. gets scooped yeah. and scored. Put him right and that's the, the answer. The game is, you know, I, I think yeah. that, you know, I, you never count Mahomes out and all that kind of stuff, no matter what the deficit is. But still, I mean, you know, mm. against that Eagles team, I think if he doesn't do that and they 
get one more score on the board, the Eagles. I think the the, the game is probably pretty close to over um, when they come out of the locker room. Um, but also, I don't know, remember if it was Spaghetti or Hench who mentioned this, and it's a great question, and I will uh, side text as soon as we're done here. Uh, Jeff Schwartz and Chris Long, my two go-tos on either side of the line of scrimmage for the answer. Who does it affect more when the turf, when you can't get footing? Does it affect the so D-line trying to get a push, or is it the O-line trying to resist them? I'm inclined to think that it inhibits the D linemen because they are launching themselves rather than catching. Just, the, I don't the think force, there's any right? doubt. Uh, let the, right? look at all, think of all the snow games. Uh, the offense is, you know, has the advantage, right? When the defense has to cut. Yeah. I mean, the offense knows where they're going with it. Right. So that's the advantage, I think. In a, uh, in I mean, a so I think that, that I think you, terrible. I think you can that, say, I think you yeah. can say that, that, well, you know, what, what, what happened to the Eagles defense that they were, they were unstoppable all year. All of a sudden the chiefs handled them. The Andrew Wiley just figured something out that no one yeah. did all season long, or was it that the turf sucked like it did all the way back in week one? Uh, that didn't when the help. Were out there in Arizona, I think you could make that excuse if you want to as an Eagles fan. Well, and first I of all, I, I think this is what's more likely. If they play ten times, I don't know that the Eagles win five or six. Well, I don't know what the number is, but their defense doesn't give up thirty points, thirty-eight points in seven of them, right? So. Hey, it's one game. Anything could happen. The other thing I'll say about the turf, how terrible it was, the NFL caught a break because you already have a gimpy quarterback in there, the face of the league. If he goes down, a non-contact injury from that turf, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Then then we're spending uh, all the next six months on that, right? Yeah. What I don't understand, first of all, absolutely. But what I don't understand is why is it, they, all they say is that there's no reason to have universal a uh, universal field turf across the board or universal grass or whatever, like because all the stadiums have different events. But how many different types of events are all the stadiums having? Like you have your your concert, your what's in Disney on ice. You know what I'm saying? Outside of that, how That's many what different that was. things? That was Disney on ice. I think what we saw <laughs> exactly. Was but yeah. I'm trying to figure out like why is it that there should like. It'd be there's no, you don't go play on a sport court in Boston and then mm -hmm. on wood in, in LA in the NBA. Like it's it seems and the field conditions in the NFL seem to be like there's several different player association grievances filed this year for, for the way the field was. And Eddie Spaghetti, the, the Giants fan, they can't keep a wide receiver healthy. All they do is blow their knees out because of the field, they say. It's just and I, I, I think by accident we're gonna get to a point where what to you're gonna be happy. Martin, I don't think they'll have – I just think eventually all the fields will match, and it won't be an edict uh, set out by the, the league. But it has – what is this thing? They spent almost a million dollars on this grass. They grew it for two years. They're moving it around. It had to grow two inches. Was that what it was, Spaghetti? Who told me God this? God didn't or, like or it. Face? God thought it was unholy, an unholy act to try and grow natural turf artificially. Wait, it's, it's rigged up on the outside, and then they slide yeah. it in. Like that, shame the devil. I didn't care for the. I, I don't care for the whole bit that they got going on down there in Arizona. God, he would have if he didn't like it. He might have said something during his uh, seven or eight commercials he had during a Super Bowl Sunday. But Thank I don't goodness. know. I don't remember Thank him saying he was that. With us for the big game, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Advertisements for Jesus. Holy <laughs> hell! Why well, that was that was quite a thing, wasn't it? Several of them right. too. Several of them. Jesus was there for him. That, what, that I thought was, it was really weird when Jesus was serving donuts to Jennifer Lopez. 
mopeds and Dunkin' Donuts. No, that wasn't no, weird to me. Athlete. That I could see. I think that goes on. I had Scientology plus six and a half, so that's just another prop uh, I lost <laughs> there. Uh, all right, uh, let's so let's look at next year now, and this is our way too soon winner of Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals nine to one odds. I just think it's Mahomes and Burrow and Josh Allen in coin flip games for the next eight to 10 years, hopefully. And the AFC is still the best. And by the way, if Rogers goes to the jets or the Raiders or whatever, I mean, that NFC, I I don't want to, I don't want to pick my Cowboys again, but let's just, let's just pick. No, you should do that. Should I do it? I I do feel good about it. Spaghetti, we have to feel good about our division a little bit here. Now, listen, but check. When a Super Bowl team loses their coordinators, they have eight starters on on defense who are free agents. This kind of thing, a little doubt in their heads after, after the other day. This kind of thing. Spaghetti, we're looking good. Don't pencil them in for uh, division winners just yet. But I'm going Bengals uh, nine to one. Check. Um. Oh, so we're picking straight up. I thought we were doing yeah. a matchup here. Yeah, oh, I never. like the Bengals, but you know what? I, I I had the Bengals down, but just for fun's sake, we we must expand our imaginations collectively here. Every mm. year we do the same things in the same moments on the 365 calendar of the NFL. And we talk ourselves in, there are no quarterbacks that are worth a first round pick. They're all, guess what? Four are going to go in the top 10 picks. Um, you know, oh, you're picking, you're picking that team. That, that team stinks. How could you think they're a playoff team every year? Somebody goes last to first. It happens every year. Let's expand on that. Who went last to first this year? Oh, yeah, the the. I'm the just talking Jaguars? about in divisions. I mean, the who had the, we liked the Eagles. Nobody well, was second. Winning the they were Super supposed Bowl. to be second. Yeah. Talk about right. who nobody believed in Travis Kelsey. Talk about your brother's team because that was a team mm. people thought like I think people aren't paying enough attention to this Eagles roster. But nobody said, oh, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Jimmy showed my cousin Jimmy had Mahomes on last night. He showed the clip of Travis Kelsey saying, "We got," and this is the second time he did it in three years. We got to fight for your right to party. And Jimmy asked Mahomes, he's like. Who is infringing on Travis Kelsey's right to party so much? And Mahomes says, it hasn't worked yet. It hasn't really worked yet. I know, and, we gotta, and, and yeah. I like that he also finished it with, "You better next time you talk about the Chiefs, you better put some respect on it. Like, has there just <laughs> been has there just been massive levels of disrespect for Patrick? I think Mahomes? he's talking to you, Shaq. I think he's talking specifically I mean, to you. I remember so the last two place. weeks yes. where everybody, yeah. like, the vast majority of anybody around Radio Row picked the Eagles. Like, I, I yeah. I get, I, I get it. No, it's like, a Cincinnati not, mayor and Dave Damashek. That's the only. Oh one my God! That, that, yes, that's the it. spread was one and a half. What are we talking? What are you talking about? Nobody believed in them. Somebody I'm talking did. about the the fourth place prediction. That that's more. I'm going back. Okay, I'm going listen, the, put that on me. We're machine. in a predictive business, so I I, I can't be a hundred percent. All right. So who are you taking? I can't, Mister Predictive Business. Did you take anyone? No, of course not. How about for fun? Predict. How about for, I, I mean, you know what? Yeah. I'm trying to dabble. I'm trying to get deep into the well of my imagination <laughs> and see what could really happen here. Right. Nobody had the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's it. what I'm talking about. A team that almost beat the, the Chiefs in Arrowhead, what, three weeks ago? Yeah. What about the Carolina Panthers? I like that roster. Frank Reich is a settling force. We've already seen him do that. Now they are mm. Derek Carr. Aaron Rodgers, perhaps, away mm. from making some real hay in a softer NFC. Let's not get caught up in that rhetoric, too, that the AFC is superior to the NFC eternally just because it was better this past year. The wow. NFC might jazz itself up in in free agency in the draft, and we'll feel differently about all that. But I, I just in the spirit of fun, Carolina Panthers, Pittsburgh Steelers, 
Oh, a wonderful Super Bowl 58. Who did this? Who was the college? Was it Des was it Desmond Howard that did this, Martin, with the with teams that couldn't meet in well, the college football championship? They, they did the super, <laughs> they just cleared off the confetti off of the field of, of that bum devil grass down there in Glendale, Arizona. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll give you my real pick <laughs> in six months. For well, that's now, I'm going fun. Martin, Caroline is a perfect pick, a perfect February pick where no one's paying attention, and then he could throw it back in our face if they uh, win, the, right. win the division at 7 and 10 or whatever they're going to end up doing. All right. Yeah, uh, that would Martin? be absurd. Yeah, I <laughs> see. First of all, the, the idea that the AFC is going to be better than the NFC or worse than the NFC this year, when you look at the Super Bowl future odds, is just laughable. Um, yeah. In terms well, of the teams in the AFC that actually have a shot to win it. The three um, out of the six, top six, are NFC. By the way, Sheck's pick is 60 to one, Carolina, if you want. But go ahead, Mark. Yeah, three out of the top six. If three out of the top six are the NFC, that means the other three are the AFC. Right. If you go eight, yeah. if you go to the seven and eight, then you have what five out of the top eight are AFCs. But I would go, I'm picking an NFC team with the long shot with the idea of Sheck and being a fun bat. I take the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, that's way mm. better, way more credible. <laughs> you know what the Seahawks did Why this year? Why you guys are taking teams playoffs. who don't Sorry. know who the quarterback is? You don't know. All right. I, 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 mean, I think I they'll have Geno back. They're also 60. All right. If you want me to pick based on roster right now, then I agree with you. As I said at the beginning, the Bungles are the would seem to be the, the best team. You assume the Chiefs are going to be further diminished by coaching hires mm -hmm. and free agency. Is assume the bank. I mean, they have some questions, too. Do the Bungles. But, you know, they're going to jazz up the offensive line even more after a um, an up and down year in that regard with, with Cincy. Yeah, I like them. I don't know what's going to be with Lamar Jackson. I think the Steelers are going to be much better. I think the Browns are going to be much better, but the AFC, as we say, is loaded. I'm just saying that the gap between the AFC and NFC may well close by the time, um, by Maybe. the time we, we, we get to August. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that the NFC is now going to be the better conference going forward there. Um, we discussed, uh, well, if Rodgers goes to the Jets or Raiders, you lose something there. And then uh, you're just going to base it on Bryce right. Young jump, ending up with the right team if, he, if he's the player. Martin, well, what's fascinating something. to me, yeah. God, let me just add, throw this at you guys because yeah. I'm struck by it, that the, the Super Bowl odds are shorter for the Raiders and the Jets, and considerably so. The Jets and are crazy how high. As a for instance, yeah. the Steelers. The Steelers are, you know, I, I don't think anybody right now is is rightly saying, oh, hey, look out. They might win the Super Bowl. Maybe they will, based on free agency in the draft. But that they're plus 5,000, and the Jets and the Raiders are blow, both 3,500. Is that a normal right. thing, Sal, from from your to your eye that this far in the future, like that's the Rogers tax, right? Isn't that well, like? Here, but you're here's putting what I look at the rosters, right? Yes, it's, yeah, I think the Raiders. Uh, yes, I think that is the Rogers tax. But in terms of the Steelers being that low, you know, I think they're basing this on over under wins and where they're going to finish in the division. So, right, the Steelers will be fourth in that division in terms of over under wins, right? That's why the Browns are slightly ahead of them, and obviously the Ravens and Bengals. So, I think you have to make it you can't give a fourth uh, a team that's expected to be coming fourth any smaller than 50 to one am i right and especially in the AS. i guess that make that 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 uh holds up i guess third place well, but, schedule and browns have yeah. the fourth place schedule you assume that both teams benefit from that a little bit but martin i was looking at and uh we did this we ran this exercise on against all odds and it's the only exercise we're, we're getting on against all odds but um uh Brother Bry took the Lions at 30 to 1. It's fine. And I looked at that, 
And the Lions are 30 to one. The Packers are 35 to one. So Sheck, that makes me believe that they think he's gone. And then the Vikings, who we all know won close games and shouldn't have ended up with 13, 14, whatever, how many wins are 40 to one. So I was looking the at the Vikings. What but the Lions, the Vikings are gonna by by that measure come in third place? Like what what's the Lions over under wins gonna be, Martin? Like nine and a half? I, I was ninth. going back and forth. I think they'll they'll set it at nine and it'll be too high. I think for the like lines be like nine and a half. And I was like, that's not a double digit win team. But also I was going back and forth with the Vikings and and the Seahawks for this because I think the Vikings are gonna be underrated as because mm-hmm. as as bad as they were last year. Defensively, I don't think they'll be that bad this year going forward with Brian Flores as a defensive as defensive coach. Again, another former coach to come in and kind of help O'Connell with some of the other just being a head coach. We've seen a guy that has a lot of so it was really back and forth there. I think the Lions are going to be a wild card team that everyone's going to pick to win the division, and somehow everyone in Detroit is going to be disappointed in the way that they made the playoffs which is going to be so backwards, but just shows you how short NFL memory spans go. It's also funny, Sal. It's Mm -hmm. funny to consider that you would say, again, the the opposite of a Rodgers tax on the Lions because you think like, well – if Rodgers is out of the division, that does open things up for the Lions, except that they beat Rodgers beat and up. the Packers yeah. twice already. So, so right. that that is that even like if if right now, you know, best you can assess, are the Lions going to sweep Jordan Love's Packers uh, in twenty twenty three? I'll bet against that right now blindly. So that's one fewer win than they would have. Right. You would think right. Right. Yeah. No, it, it's just weird to me because you look at these Super Bowl odds and you could you could you know figure out who's favored to win every division. All right, the Chiefs are going to be favored to win the AFC West, the Niners to win the NFC West, and substantially, I think, because you don't see another NFC West team down there until the Rams at 35-1. to Uh, The Bills, AFC East, the Eagles for the NFC East, the Bengals, uh, AFC North, um, again, substantially, 9-1 to versus 30-1 to for the Ravens. So the Lions for the NFC North, that's surprising to me. Jaguars for the South, and what am I missing? So who's the NFC South favorite by these? I, I, wait a minute, no, it can't be the Saints. Saints fifty to one. You're New Orleans. Well, no one has a QB. Is it so the Saints? Hard. Yeah, you're right. I wow. need somebody. I, I got to get Brad Spielberger, Eddie Spaghetti. We got to track down our guy, uh, Brad Spielberger, because he understands the cap. One of the few who really thoroughly gets it here. Is it? At all plausible on the planet Earth that the Saints could figure out how to pay Derek Carr because it seems to me, who's bad at math, that that's an impossibility. Mm. Yeah, well, they're you know, right? Derek Carr. He's going to get cut. His money's guaranteed, and can he just sign for whatever he wants to? I guess I figured that, that out. Yeah, Saints fifty to one, Bucks sixty to one. Oh, I don't know why we're talking. Well, about the union, the, the union. What I mean, like people have those fantasies about, like, yeah, he'll take uh, bottom dollar. He'll take, uh, you know. League mm. minimum, the union would never let Derek Carr not take a certain level. He, he would have to right. make, you know, tens of millions of dollars, obviously. Um, Shane Steichen to the Colts, offensive coordinator for the Eagles. What a slap in the face to Jeff Saturday. Guy, so what? He blows a 33-point lead in a game he's supposed to tank. I don't know. He's uh, he's middle-aged white guys. They don't stand a chance in this league. Um, let me ask you guys, do you think <laughs> – I asked Mike Lombardi – do you think Steichen, before he takes the deal, talks to Colts management, is like, I'm going to do this, but this is the quarterback we have to draft, right? Does he say it's like, 
I want Levis or I want Young or uh, I want Stroud. And you got you got to give this to me. And he said, no, he probably just said, I'm going to run the same five plays that I ran uh, during Super Bowl Sunday. And they're like, good, <laughs> we'll give you the job. But uh, by the way, I do wonder, and I, I, I wish they would switch that rule. I don't like the rugby play pushing the quarterback forward. But um, I do wonder, is that going to be, Martin, is that going to be part of the combine? How far you can get shoved by a fullback? It's absolutely <laughs> If it's, it's not, if it's not game, outlawed man. going into next season, which I think yeah. that it probably will be, then you got to put it in there. Why not? Because you saw it. as soon as the Eagles had that false start in third and one, and they couldn't get into that that rugby scrum, Jalen right. Hurts kicked the ball right to Nick Bolton. Touchdown, Chiefs. I hate it, Shaq. I think it's underreported about it for all the things we complain about. It's taking away from potentially the – most exciting play in football, the fourth and one, where you can't get three guys behind the guy and 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 wait 20 seconds to see when the refs pull the whistle. You could, I don't know, it's one of those rules that I'm not sure where it got modified um, along the way, but I wrote, I mean, you, there was a, a hard and fast rule. You couldn't touch your teammate right. to propel him forward. And then the, I remember when the Bush push happened, I, I would start like, are that is that legal? I don't think you're allowed to do that. They're going to call that back. And I don't remember if that, that was considered a missed call in the moment, right? right. That they didn't call him on that. Mm-hmm. And then at some point it became rugby and you're allowed to do it. And the thing I keep saying, and it makes me a pessimist, I know, but somebody's going to get hurt with that. They're weird, oh, yeah. awkward, kind of like you're the guy doesn't see the push coming from behind. So, you know, his body isn't set for it. And it kind of like, you see their knees kind of get stretched and the teammate falls on the yeah. back of their legs and all that stuff. It seems like that's not going to work out long term. Well, Patrick for, Mahomes for got injured. I was at the game that for Fox, but uh, he got yeah, just on a regular quarterback sneak against Denver like three, four years, three years ago, was it? And then oh, so yeah, he, never, right. he doesn't quarterback sneak anymore. So I think you're right. It all it takes is one injury from this uh, scrum tactic. and uh, Do you know what it takes? Honestly, another thing, too, I love the fact Chris Jones and George Karloff is standing up and be like, look, they're lining up offsides. They're offsides right now before the play. That's crazy. It's too much. (laughs) There's no neutral zone. There's no nothing with that play. I don't know. Look, I don't want to... I don't want to take away from exciting plays. I don't want to take away from athleticism. I would rule almost everything a catch... Um, that's one thing. I know that's rule versus the, the ref's decision on that. I don't care about the ground. I really don't care about the ground. Sheck, do you care about the ground and its effect on a pass? Give me a break. You can <laughs> athletically make a catch and, and just and, and get out get of the way, ground. This, this is, is the ref. This is the. Yeah, I know. It's, it's catch is made in the air. That's where the athleticism is. If it, you know, especially out of bounds. Who cares what the ground did if you're falling out of bounds? I. I, I'm inclined to agree with you spiritually about this. I, I, you know, it's a funny paradox that the HD cameras have negated at least a little bit the superhuman gifts of the guys doing it. It's like because you can get it down to a tenth of a second or, or, uh, right. or, or more severe than that, you can take away these dynamic plays that would have counted in any other generation. Right. That now you're like. But that did you see? You could see the laces slide a little bit. It's like, yeah, he's in possession of that ball. We all agree, right? The ball wasn't going anywhere, was it? Like, well, if he juggled it a little bit, did he possess it? I think you could. I know that opens up a can of worms. If it's like, as long as you don't lose the ball after you hit the ground, it doesn't roll away from you. I mean, like, yeah, right. I'm kind of loose about that. Like, yeah, it's a catch. That was a dynamite play. 
it's a weird thing because the more they slow it down and the more replays we see, we we appreciate the more athletic that the play is, right? The athleticism yeah. involved. Like, wow, that was a better catch than I thought. So let's take it away from him. <laughs> because it uh because the nose of the football kinda hit the ground even though he had control. Anyway. That's right, why listen. I always say I always say that's the thing about the Tyree catch, the Edelman catch, and the San Antonio catch. Those catches all it's crazy that the, the ball doesn't move at all. Like it, it that it, it's remarkable. But now you measure everything else against those standards that have, were set on the biggest stage. So now when you see a little right. uh, ball slide a little bit, you're like, well, okay, okay, let that stand. And then that again turns the referees into too big a fan. I hate it. I hate. I don't want to go all Corolla. Remember we play on the blue top and Corolla's like, ah, if your foot if your foot's behind the line, yeah, if it's touching the line, if your toes are over the line, it's still a three. I'm like, all right, I'm not there yet, but. But come on, let's. He and the irony of that is always, as I've pointed out many times to him, is he is <laughs> one of those who rails against like ah, everybody with a participation trophy. But he's very liberal about like oh, interesting. Ah, Ray yeah. meant Ray meant to, for that to be a three. It's right, like right, half right, his right. foot was over the line though. I don't care what he right, meant. To exactly. Do. Yeah. All right, uh, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with our play of the day. Spoiler alert, you're not going to win every bet you place, but with Caesars Sportsbook, win or lose, every bet gives you reward credits and tier credits, which you can exchange for the best perks in the game. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. Download the Caesars Sportsbook app and start earning with Caesars Rewards. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, we've not come up with a better name for play of the day against uh, Kenny Maine's wishes because he feels we stole this from ESPN. Top play, play of the day, but we're going to give our three best bets. I'm going Penn State plus three and a half over Illinois. Uh, Penn State has not been good. I think they dropped like eight out of 11. Now they play Illinois, who they slaughtered early in the season uh, by 15. It's actually a decent matchup, I think, though, defensively for Penn State. They can't defend the perimeter. Illinois can't shoot the three. 
Penn State 12 and three at home. Teams going in opposite directions, which is why I think this line is a little fishy. Uh, Jalen Pickett gets hot. Already lost a point from last night. It was four and a half. Now it's three and a half. Still 71-66 upset for the Nittany Lions. Uh, Sheck, what's your play of the day? Oh, I'm going across the Keystone State or uh, or further west, at least, to the southwestern portion of the state. Mm-hmm. And I am taking the Pitt Panthers laying a heavy nine and a half against an overmatched Boston College team. Pitt headed to the tournament. Still, talk about disrespect. How about this team is in first place in the ACC? It's not a great year for the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, nevertheless, they're in first place. It's a power five conference, and no right. one saw this. Team. Eight, they're not ranked. Florida Atlantic is ranked, but Pitt isn't. They're going to stick it to them. This is the motivation we need. Chip on the shoulder for the Pitt Panthers. I think they double-digit defeat um, behind Federico. Federico! Getting very cocky, Martin. You know what to do there. Uh, All right, what's your pick, Martin? I'm taking the Milwaukee Bucks to cover the nine that's sitting right there. They uh, Jason Tatum's ruled out. The entire Celtics roster's ruled out. So, of course, they'll probably win outright. Right. But for the gambling of it all, I'm taking the Bucks and the points. They've covered at least 10 in five of their last seven games dating back to January. So Middleton's back in the lineup. Drew Holiday should be playing well. So they should win this game by 30. So they'll probably mm-hmm. lose it outright, but I'm going to bet on them to be favored. Yeah, the TNT didn't get lucky with their matchups tonight. It's Milwaukee, a nine-point favorite over a Boston team. It's sitting three of their stars. And uh, Golden State is getting, I think, the same uh, against uh, the Clippers, right? Yeah. It was about eight or nine Baby points. Babyface so. is texting me, it's possible Boston's whole starting five could be wow. uh, on, on the bench for this one. So Listen, there you this go. is what you get with February basketball, especially with everybody limping into the uh, All-Star Week. You're just going to get guys aren't going to play. All right, let's take another quick break, and we'll be back to recap our very many uh, pools, our staff pools. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, so we had a playoff fantasy pool. We picked a player from each team, and you can only pick one from each of the 14 teams. This was won by WaverWired, the fantasy experts, Eddie Spaghetti, Jen Piacenti. Eddie, want to give us an acceptance speech right now? Do it like Travis Kelsey. Nobody believed in us. No, I um, absolutely. Uh, it was uh, it was so good last year. We, we came in second place. 
lost to a team covering glory to Brett and Toby. Uh, we had a good team though, me and Jan, but, nerds. Yeah. yeah, but this year we knew we needed to win and, and Martin, uh, I'm just going to say just Martin fielded a, a really good team too, but me and Jen did, you know, <laughs> we built our roster <laughs> live on waiver wired. So if anyone else mm-hmm. wanted to join this league or if any of you guys listened to us, you could have built the same exact team. Right. So yeah. So going into the Super Bowl, obviously me rooting against the Eagles, but no, we needed Jalen Hurts to have a monster game while AJ Brown didn't do much. Uh, me and Martin both had, Travis Kelsey on our rosters. So that that deep bomb touchdown to AJ Brown really scared me. But man, Ooh. the the amount of rushing touchdowns, the run of rushing yards Jalen Hurts was getting um felt great. So yeah, it was uh, pretty exciting to win that and me and Jen are very happy. Well, you know what would make it even more exciting if anyone paid you. I mean, I, I paid Jen, so just so you know, that's yeah. where my money went. She communicated Mark, you that. use you use the excuse that um you don't have Venmo, so everybody has to go to Zell to pay you. But you got Yeah, pay, but you, you know what pay. I found the way to yeah. do? Found what? the way to settle up with Eddie Spaghetti. That's what I found. Oh, you did. To. Okay. Now, yeah, this Shaq, whole pod, what about oh, yeah. you? Shaq paid. This whole pod's good. No, no, Shaq no. Did I didn't too? pay okay. him because it, it it would be a disappointment if they didn't win. They have to win. They're the fantasy show. It'd be a disgrace if they did. No money out of Damashek for that. Wait, you did pay or didn't? All right, I paid. paid. I paid, okay. but it, but in my <laughs> gut, I felt that it wasn't deserved. I don't like being uh, part of a gambling network and only half the people pay. Like I was thinking, like maybe we should hold everyone's first paycheck. And just put that in a pool <laughs> or a pole, as Joel would say, and uh, and we'd fish from that because it really seems like such an effort to go on Venmo and pay people fifty dollars. Just know. so you know, Sal, that uh, Harry and Hench also paid. So really? That's, that's okay. the whole list. Yeah. All right. So we'll get. Well, that I, I think what we you need to do is call out the people who haven't paid. Public shaming works. <laughs> yes, that's it. I don't I'm know, Dave. I tried to public shame you for a year. <laughs> on three dollars, it doesn't well, work I, on check. It doesn't work on check. I, over the three dollars, exactly. well, the three dollars. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, again, spiritually, yeah. I felt it was it was wrong headed. You on know your what it is, Sal? Yeah, I know what it is. You can only public shame folks who pay to get their hair cut. If oh, you get your hair, if you cut your own hair, you got no shame left to give. No, that's I, what I, it, I that's think. What that's what a, I think that's to. a marvelous Each. tweet. That people wouldn't understand out of context, but you can only public shame people who pay for their haircuts. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah, good. It's not uh, good. Discussion starter. No. Who am I trying to impress <laughs> yeah. at this point? It's over with. Me and Eddie Spaghetti were both winners, day. though. Uh, we both gave out a 15 to 1 hit uh, on Jalen Hurts, Octopus. Oh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, any player to score an Octopus is 16 to 1. The me and, octopus uh, me and now. Both hit that. You know, this so is, while this I did is, um, lose the fantasy, I did cash that one. Babyface, your friend, um, actually, he was on Laugh Lines, right? It was Matt Goldich. Did he come up with this or his brother, the octopus? Uh, yeah, very talented family. Uh, his brother writes for Seth Myers. He came on Laugh Lines. Uh, but Mitch, right, right. who coined the term and writes for Sports Illustrated, yes, he coined the term in 2019. Uh, like an octo- octopus has eight testicles I, or eight tentacles. Jesus. An octopus has eight tentacles. Yeah, if you score it, uh, that player scores a touchdown and brings in the two point conversion, eight points. That's the eight. Yeah. yeah. I like that. And I feel like he should get a free prop bet for the rest of his life for inventing that. From, let's uh, do, I'm, let's yes. do, how about this? Play it forward. Mm-hmm. If you win on the staff, you must then use that money to place another bet. I'm going to say this because I know that's what his heart wants to see happen. Eddie Spaghetti, you must wager your winnings entirely on the rags to hoist the Stanley Cup. That's a fun bet, isn't it? I, Harry I, does I, that with you sometimes, right? Eddie, he'll yeah, put in a ha- bet for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah Harry yeah. texts me for the bets this time. Uh, well, he actually had Angie pay me. 
So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but no, I, um, Harry does do married. that. Uh, I, I, I feel good about the, the Rangers. I, I could potentially do that, but, uh, I like unfortunately that. missing, to one. missing most of the staff that paid. And, and just for the record, I did, I have paid up uh, to brother Brian and to Joel who are also winners this weekend. I believe it. By the way, Joel, uh, Mikey meatballs and I will pay up in a different manner. Also, we're going to wear, um, white wigs. Don't have to wear, worry about our haircuts for that day. Uh, old lady wigs. And we're going to attend a, a showing of uh, what's it called? Eighty for Brady. We're gonna have to do that sometime this week, so that's gonna be painful. Oh, that's, that's gonna be terrific. Coming in last place, yeah. With so, cameras, right. yes, with cameras, yes. We'll capture the whole thing. All right, minus three, Sheck. You and Kevin Hench. I listened. It was nice of him to let you speak um, between minutes forty-four and forty-six for a little bit. Uh, so take a listen to that. I knew, <laughs> so but I knew going in. I knew what to expect. I was ready yeah, I for it. I got myself nice and cozy. Uh, I, I got he in a comfortable so sitting position. Oh, yeah. my God. He was. Listen, he was, I, I've been there. To, I don't know if I've matured or what, but I, first of all, I hate when things end. So, like, when the Sopranos ended, I was going to hate the ending no matter what. When the football season ends, I want to blame the referees. But I don't know. I just, I, something's come over me where I'm like, and it really doesn't matter if I win or lose money. I'm just like, all right, I just have to be happy with the result. I don't, is it a Zen moment? I'm not sure, but Hench is not there yet. Before you go, so Gannon now hired. He goes to the desert. He basically wow, just, just stayed happened? there behind. Yeah, they just they, they wow. didn't even go back to Philly. He could just stay in that stadium till the season starts. Um, very quickly, I should have mentioned this earlier. Worst endings of good things ever off the top of your head. I said 72 men's basketball gold mm. medal game against the Soviet Union. Brett yeah. Hall's uh, triple overtime winner in 99 lost game of thrones what's become of madonna the way <laughs> brando went out he was the he was he, he was he was the right. a-list handsome devil of all time in uh, show but El elvis on the toilet elvis on the elvis toilet. oh elvis on the toilet on. there's your winner yeah. very nice yeah. Sal. thank you thank you there you go all right martin lemon pepper parlay you and mark gunnels right the return of gunnels oh he's gonna be insufferable Big Chiefs fan. It'll be the return of Gunnel, so I'm not sure he's left Arizona yet. Really? <laughs> but uh doesn't yeah. he have a watch? We'll doesn't he how... know what time he needs to get on a plane? All right. But only if talk... he's tweeting about it. <laughs> only if he's tweeting about at the time, but we'll talk about how some the Chiefs keep beating, they keep uh, signing Nader to be the head coach instead of looking at the guy, Eric Bienemy, who's been to five straight AC championship. Oh, yeah. But That's we'll get really into that. And everything else about the Super Bowl. Ask him right. this. Would he give up Patrick Mahomes forever? He gets traded away. His name, in, the answer is no. Well, in return, he gets <laughs> an NBA, in return, Kansas City gets an NBA team again. Oh, interesting. That's pretty fun. All right. Yes, ask him that. Ask him right now, Martin. No, we got to go. All right, that's going to do it for another episode of Extra Points. A reminder to everyone out there. You may feel like underdogs, but please, please remember, you're all my favorites. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,